Welcome to episode 83 of the Barman and Bebo podcast. Uh, I'm here with my co-host on a beautiful Tuesday night in Atlanta, Michael Barman. You there? Can you hear me? What's up, Bebo? Okay. <laughs> you scared me for a second there. Well, I got really quiet there for a second, sorry. Uh, Barman just fixed himself a drink. He uh, He's ready to go for the podcast. At least we'll be recording two tonight. Oh, he's pouring. What's he pouring? Looks like a Coke. That must Coke be a uh, bourbon and Coke. Beam. <laughs> Beam and Coke Zero. <laughs> Beam and Coke Zero. Stay awake tonight. Um, the, it's been tougher to do these episodes the last couple weeks because Barman's traveling. I'm traveling. Uh, he just got back into town, what, yesterday or Sunday? Uh, yeah, I got the 6 a.m. from Cleveland back. Spirit even. And then I'm leaving first thing tomorrow morning for Kansas City for two and a half days, so... Uh, and your internet was down yesterday. And my internet was down yesterday, which was super odd and frustrating. So, um, all right. So we've got a normal Barman and Bevo episode minus the cycling aspect because we'll be doing Stooges after this and, and we'll get this up. By the way, and I mentioned this to Mike before we started, this is our 100th podcast. Wow. So if you combine all the Stooges and Barman and Bevo and there might have been, did we ever do a different one? There might have been another one we did in there. I think we talked about possibly no. I don't think we ever ended up doing it because the the Tour de France ended up being the really the only thing that we we talk more than most times during the year. Uh, so one hundred podcasts in the books in just short of three years. Has it been three years? It's been two plus two and two in like four months, two and five months, something like that. Interesting. Yeah. All right. We'll dive in. We'll skip cycling. We'll start with F1. Any any big shocking news in F1? I don't think so. Hamilton wins. <laughs> Again. Uh, was that England? The uh, Silverstone, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where's the next event? Ooh, don't know. Could it be like uh, Texas or? No, they, they do. That's really late in the season when they do Austin. Um, we already did Spain, right? Correct. Barcelona is early in the season. And we did. We did uh, because the, of the weather. Deck, uh, it would usually be somewhere in Europe. I was gonna say Germany or France, right? Yeah, because they, they run them um, several weeks in a row. Where a lot of times when they're traveling across the globe, they give everyone two weeks. Uh, yeah, which is smart. They 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 have their stuff dialed in, man. As a promotional slash as an entity, a sporting entity. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, what they do? No, they they they've planned it out. They've got, you know, the more and more I watch, the more interesting it is. You know, it's it's that's the way I've been getting. Also, race, I've been racing's tough to watch on TV. I, I think wa- watching it live is probably a lot a lot more enjoyable. Right. But well, I don't know. Sit, I, you know, sitting out there for that long. Well, yeah, that's the real. You know, it's really time. only two hours, but I think they get there in the morning and they. Oh, it's like a soccer match. You know, you get there, you tailgate, you get drunk, you get rowdy. Uh, Looks like July 26th, uh, the German Grand Prix by Mercedes-Benz. That's this weekend. Yes. 
Are we almost that done far in July? Dude, the tour's over next this weekend. Next Sunday. <laughs> so I'm like, Jessica goes, there's been 15 days in the tour already. I'm like, I know. It feels like, <laughs> it's like we're still in the first week. <laughs> um, all right, soccer. I'll start in England, then I'll move to the Americas. Uh, a lot of Newcastle news to get caught up on. The season is upon us. They were in China playing the other day and got shellacked. I think they lost at least four to nothing. They played a friendly against another European team in China. <laughs> they had to go all the way to China to play another team from England. They did, didn't they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so a lot of a lot of movement from Newcastle, um, and it, it makes me wonder if it's worth us following them again this year. Is Mickey still there? Mickey is still there. That so their best player, Iosi Perez, sold to Leicester City. <laughs> For $30 million. Wow. Their second best player, uh, uh, Solomon Rondon, the Venezuelan striker, sold to the team that Benitez is now coaching. <laughs> really? So Rafa Benitez left to go to China to coach. Then he bought uh, Solomon Rondon for like $25 million or $30 million. Where's Rondon from? Venezuela. I thought so. Yeah. He's the striker ahead of yes. Joseph yes. for now. For now, yeah. But but he's in his early 30s. I want to say he's either 29 or 30. Right. Um, but Venezuela's coach is an idiot. He should be playing both those guys at the same time. You need to play a two-striker form formation in Latin America against countries that play two-striker formation when you have two quality goal scorers. But you can't cut the ball in half. It doesn't matter. You can play a two-striker formation. Uh, our our coach doesn't like that formation. We officially only, we actually do uses, play a two striker formation. No, he only uses it when we have to win. Did you see who was playing in front of Joseph at the end of the game the other day? Who? Oh, you probably didn't catch the game on Sunday. I watched some of the replay. So, as Pity came in, he was actually the pressuring striker. Right. Jo- and Joseph, you know, Joseph was be- being Joseph. He just kind of. Walks to well, get onside. Well, yeah, well, Joseph's been doing that, dropping back to that top of the box middle. So, and officially, our formation is always a blank, blank two. Right. So, and Vasquez played forward next to him the whole game. Right. So, well, uh, we need to win. We need to win games now. We're in second place. Well, we'll get that. Um, uh, New York FC has three games in hand, though. Oh, do they? It's that's nine points, dude. If they can win them. Well, they should at least win two out of three, right? I don't know how good they are this year. They lost a lot of talent. They did. Wrong section. Uh, (laughs) Newcastle then signed a Brazilian striker from the German League today, Joel Linton. I've never heard of this guy. Apparently, he was worth 40 million pounds. Wow. That's their biggest move. That's bigger than the move they made for Miguel Amaron. Was that what the new coach wanted? We'll get to the new coach. I read an article last week that compared him to, he's the Chan Gailey of English football. The safety, the safety coach? Uh, yeah, because... Don't, um, don't do too much wrong. Don't piss any sponsors off. Well, I think the guy they wanted was Lampard or one of the ex-English strikers, and they turned him down. It happens. Yeah. So they, they, they had to go with somebody. Um, 
I, at this point, I, I got it's a new new manager is Kevin Keegan. <laughs> the article I read, I was laughing as he's the apparently the Chad Gailey of English wow. football. <laughs> is he Irish? I don't know. Um, is Keegan Irish? He, I think Keegan's both can be English or Irish. I'll have to look. Um, I don't think they're going to be very good this year. I'm really just hoping Almiron has a great season and somebody buys him in Spain where we can watch him play there or, or Italy or, or a better English team. We don't really get a lot of Spanish games, though. If you have BN, you get them. Oh, I had BN before, but I really couldn't. It was really just the Italian league that they had. I well, now the Italian league's tied with ESPN somehow. So I think you get all those games on ES, ESPN FC or ESPN Plus. Plus? Yeah. But we get all the. I was, able, I was able to watch the Sunday night Atlanta United game on ESPN, the replays, which was really nice after I downloaded the app on my Apple TV. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. Um,. All right, so do we stick with Newcastle or do we go root with Pulisic and Chelsea this year? I don't know. Or do we just do both? We've got enough time to watch both. Uh, we could probably do both. I have a feeling the Chelsea games are all going to be on TV. You know, NBC Sports. Yeah, but he's not going to play, right? I, after watching him play in the Gold Cup, I got to think, and they moved the guy that he was, apparently they were worried about him losing a spot to, that he's gone. Hazard's gone. So oh, I, really? I think he plays. Well, good for him. So, well, I mean, they invested all that money in the in him. You, you can't, I don't know that you invest $76 million and then just sit the guy on the bench. Uh, that's what Premier League does, doesn't it? Mm, no, typically if they spend that much money, you're going to play some. Right. He might not start. He'll probably, he might be the 12th guy. I thought, I thought the coach probably didn't like him. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> Which is a bad sign when you haven't even played yet and they're already mentioning that the coach might not like you. Um, You got something here about Zlatan? Yeah, did you see that? Into a defender's forehead? Did he headbutt him? No, he caught him with his elbow. Did you see the dent in the kid's forehead? No, I'll have to go look for that. Dude, you should go look for the dent in the kid's forehead. There's a a dent in the kid's forehead. I don't think Zlatan did Did, it on purpose. Did you see the interview he had about... Uh, Vela. I made Ferrari in a bunch of Fiat. <laughs> he, he's in his prime in the MLS. I was where was I in my prime? That's right. I was in <laughs> Europe, kicking ass. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm here and I'm doing what he's doing, and I'm not in my prime. I'm I'm very much looking forward to August third. Um. Yeah. You have your ticket for that one, right? No, Brian has tickets for that one. Oh, you didn't have to get a ticket for that one? I had to make a concession. It was either Rooney or Zlatan, and Rooney didn't even Rooney play. Didn't play. <laughs> we were so pissed. Well, we weren't, because then we knew we were going to win. But um, All right, so Atlanta United. A couple things, I think, since our last recording. Um, I'll, I'm only going to go back to you. I think the game before the Houston 5 nothing win, they lost in Seattle, maybe 2 to nothing, one to nothing. Uh, I think it was, was it 2-1? I don't think we scored in that one. Maybe not. It was an afternoon game, like a Sunday It was, it was like a 4 o'clock Sunday in Seattle. Because I did watch it. Yeah. And it was sloppy and ugly and we just did not play well. Well, no, but it's hard. 
Any team going West Coast is always difficult. West Coast on three days rest, playing your seventh yeah, game just, in three weeks. Tough. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know well, that. Listen, we can't, they're not going to win them all. Yeah. They're not going to win them all. So uh, they did bounce back Wednesday against Houston. Fortunately, you were watching the game. I was uh, I was at a work dinner, but I caught the game when I got home. Um, so you were texting me, letting me know what was going on. There was a red card in the sixth minute for Houston. Guy got. I thought that was not really a yellow that he got. No, he touched him. He he touched him, but he didn't. It wasn't yellow card worthy. No, he was giving him a yellow card when I, he bumped. That's him. not what I'm saying, <laughs> Barman. Listen to what I'm saying. The card he got. Yes. The first yellow. Yes. Was not a yellow card. Oh, the penalty. The the, the, foul, the actual foul. The, the way he clipped him. Yeah, it, like he, it looked like he barely touched him if he touched him at all. I thought he got him a little. I thought I thought he did. was. I thought he, I don't like guys arguing with the ref. I think it's stupid. And in this case, he well, paid the penalty because he bumped the ref. He did bump the ref. He chest bumped him. Yes. And he knew and it as soon as he did it, it. As soon as he did it, he backed up and he's like, "Crap, I'm getting a red card." <laughs> I guarantee you, if you chest bump Scott Patton during a bicycle race, you're going to have problems. I'm not going to have problems because I'm not in the bike race. <laughs> and I would never chest bump Scott Patton. <laughs> I would never touch a, friend, a referee. He's a, he's a friend of the show. Yes. I would never touch a referee. I mean, that's just not – you just can't do that. Well, my whole thing, like, I got in trouble a couple times in soccer games, you know, getting a little out of hand. And yes, sir, no, sir. Won't happen again, sir. You know, <laughs> that was always, you know, yes, sir, whatever you say, sir. It won't happen again. <laughs> You know, if I got a warning, done. No problem, sir. Won't happen yeah. again. Well, you got to check yourself. You know? Yeah. There are times when you get a little bit out of hand, but I, maybe the yellow wasn't necessarily – well, I thought it was – you know, you're trying to keep the game under control in the beginning, and obviously he knew something was going on. Because it was a – I would have called a foul there, certainly. I don't know that I call a yellow, though. Oh. Uh, there was some, maybe there was something going on a little bit earlier maybe. about yeah. John or Definitely. something was going on where he felt like he had to keep control of the game and Houston deserved deserved what they got. Um, all right, so you get five nothing win. Uh, you get a uh, Nagby's first goal with Atlanta United. Um, it's a beaut. It was a gorgeous shot to the top left corner from the top of the box. It was a beauty. Um, Two minutes later, I think Vasquez gets a header in from yep. uh, Pierre. What's his name? The kid from England. Eidman? Pereira? Handman? No, Pereira. Oh, Pereira. Yeah, that the, Heidman's the other kid from, from England. Well, Heidman, I keep thinking, is Parker's. <laughs> but, but faster. <laughs> um, Vasquez gets the second one, put himself in a great position right in front of the goal, just had to tap it in with his head. Uh... Joseph scored another beauty late in the game. Crisscrossed on the defender and the goalie. They, they, they collide, and he's just got to tap it in. Yes. Um, and then I believe he got another one, but I don't remember it. Uh, he definitely got a second goal. And then uh, Gressel gets the last one on kind of a deflection. He was open on the opposite side of the box and just rocketed one in. He basically had an open net to shoot at and just didn't have to miss, and he, and he made it. Right. Uh, did we lose Shea in the Seattle game? It was the Seattle game. It was the first couple minutes. And that's where we actually have, when when his, um, because of the way the yellow cards were playing, we actually had no defenders available. Um, we had LGP with, and Parkers, and that was it. That was it. Um, and then, you know, 
uh, what's his name's hurt? Um, Pogba's hurt. Now Shea's out for the year with a torn ACL. I knew it immediately. Just the way he yeah, you off did. the field. Um, and, and, the, and the way he went down, it was just odd. And the way he was grabbing his, you know, I've grabbed my knee like that three different times. And right. Three times I tore the ACL. So um, Your ACL's been sewn up three times? My left one has been done twice and my right one is not done. Wow. I've no ACL in my right knee. You get around pretty good for that. I, I'm still able to turn on that golf ball. That's all I need. I know. You're just still <laughs> shooting the 80s. You and, uh, you and uh, Tiger. <laughs> Me and uh, Tiger and Rory. <laughs> I think Rory put out. I might have been able to beat Rory on Saturday, Friday. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm never afraid to put a little snowman on the card. <laughs> yeah, as long as it's the first number. <laughs> like 8-1 or 8-2 or... <laughs> Well, everywhere I play, eight's the highest you can get. So, uh, my boss plays that way. Like, I, I actually beat him. <laughs> well, it helps. It helps. It helps if someone gets a chance to pick up the ball and just be like, "Hey, let's just move on." The last run out with him, he's throwing clubs. It was bad. Oh, because he's he's like a, a four or five handicap. Oh, geez. he's just he's he's beat up. His shoulders beat up. His ankles beat up from playing cricket all those years. That wow. He's like he he actually needs to take some time off and have surgery to get back out on the links and play the way he wants to play. Right. So, um, all right. So Sunday, the Wayne Rooney list, DC United head into Mercedes Benz. <laughs> he didn't even make the trip. No, I guess he went right from Cincinnati to DC. There was a story that came out that morning though. Something about his back or something. Uh, he, he, they were saying he was dinged up and needed to uh, nurse a few injuries, but there was a story that came out. In, in Britain that one of the hookers he banged in South Africa at the World Cup uh, came clean. Ooh. Yeah, so I don't know if he's getting out ahead of the story or what. But I, maybe I got to the stadium. Like they couldn't be, maybe they just felt like they were going to probably beat Atlanta United at home anyways. I, I don't know what it was, but I got to the same song. I wasn't in the starting lineup, and I just Googled Wayne Rooney. And the first five stories that came up were about him being uh, outed for a, uh, an affair in South Africa with a with a hooker. I don't think you have an affair with a hooker. I think you when there's inc- a cash transaction occurs. An incident? <laughs> I, I think that's a better description. Uh, so, odd, another, this was a, you didn't miss much because they didn't score until like the 85th minute. No, I watched it Monday afternoon after I got, uh, after I woke up. They had a ton of possession. I mean, in this, in the first half, the possession was around 68%, 69%. By the end of the game, they were at like 73 74%. Right. It was, I mean, it was, and it's like there were no red cards. I forgot that they had uh, Ariola um, and that other short, oh, that's true. short guy. I didn't realize it until halfway through the first half. Um, yeah, I didn't recognize him either until I saw his name on the back of the jersey in right. the camera shot. Right. Um, you get a goal. Pity Martinez comes off the bench in the 63rd minute-ish uh, for Vasquez. Vasquez, I thought, played a great game. The one thing I like about Ski is big. He gets the ball, and you can't knock him off the ball. Right. You know, I, I really oh, like the, the way he played. Pity? Yes. You know, Pity gets one. And you know what, what else Pity has kind of stopped is trying to get those calls. Yeah. No, he tried it early, and as soon as he didn't get it, he stopped doing it. <laughs> he tried two or three times, and then he didn't get it, and he didn't do it again. Nice. Um, 
He comes off the bench. Uh, another good news, Barco was on the bench, dressed but didn't play. Um, so it looks like he's close to maybe getting some minutes. Maybe I'm hoping this week against LAFC. Um, 80, <coughs> 80th minute, 85th minute, um, Nagby, who play, I thought played a horrible game up until this point, gets the ball, goes to the end line, inside the box, does a little chip across the middle, Pity throws his body at it, puts it in the goal on a header. Um, it seemed like a goal that created a lot of relief for him. Well, that's the first time I've actually seen him almost giving up his body for a goal. Yes. Which is odd because because um, Joseph does that all the time. Joseph and, is willing to throw everything in the kitchen sink at the ball to get it. In the- and the only thing Pity really throws at anything is when he's getting fouled and not when he's going for a goal. Right. Um, I will say this. You know, I've been a harsh critic of him over the last – since we got him. He has been better – Probably three or three out of the last four or four out of the last five. Well, yeah, what's he called DeBoer out for talking to the media about him instead of coming to him? Although the reason DeBoer was talking about the media was pretty much the fact that Pity had gone and done a radio interview saying he didn't want to be there. Right, or his agent was talking like when he shouldn't have been. Exactly. Um, and and all, all DeBoer was doing was answering the questions. Yeah, it wasn't like he brought up the subject. Everybody knows you're playing bad, dude. It's not a. It's not a secret. <laughs> you don't have to. Rel- you don't have to wait on the coach. To come there's very to few people that are actually. Uh, there's. I can't believe there's actually. There was a kid sitting in front of me Sunday that was wearing a Pity Martinez shirt. I didn't say anything. I booed him when he came in. I cheered for him when he scored. You know, I said thank God. I gave him the finger at the same time though. Yes. Um. There, it's not a. a, a People know you're not playing well. Your teammates know you're not playing well. You've been better the last few weeks. You've got a few goals. You've got a and few. As I say, he's lucky to be alive. Oh, if he was playing in Columbia, he'd be dead. <laughs> the second you take Brick Chase, it doesn't even matter if he's got a torn ACL, bro. <laughs> he can, I still think he can take him. <laughs> oh, dude, he, he would pick him up by his throat and just like act like a rag doll. Um, all right, so he gets a goal, and then he sets up the next one on a great long ball to Joseph over the defense. Joseph basically has a breakaway. Oh, I also forgot to mention this. Joseph missed a penalty kick. I don't know what he was thinking. I think that stutter was too much. He did two of them. Well, the goalie did come off the line. Yeah, I did see that picture. Somebody... Uh, Doug Robertson posted it. I mean, he's really off the line. He's I off by foot. I might he might have thrown Joseph off a little bit, but you still have to put it on net, right? Right. I mean, the first rule of penalty kick is 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 to put it on net. Um. Yeah, and it looked like from where because it was on the end we were sitting on, uh, it looked like it was way over. Top left, way over. Um, Joseph gets the second goal. They go on to win sec uh, two nothing. Um. Friday night, 10 o'clock p.m. against LAFC. The second place, Atlanta United plays. Uh, I want to say LAFC is the best team in the league. Well, they have the most points and they have Vela. Yeah. But Vela is only the second best player in the MLS. The third if you throw Zlatan in there. Well, dude, Zlatan hit the, uh, what is it? They called the perfect, the perfect hat trick. 
Left foot, right foot header. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, Joseph quietly up to 19 goals. Yeah, I think he's pretty close now. He's on pace for 29. Well, you know, Vela started strong. He might not finish that way. Right. Well, remember, even jo- Joseph cooled off once he got to 28 last year. He only finished with 31. I think the last 10 games, he might only had like four or five goals. Yeah, well, Atlanta United didn't, didn't, before the playoffs, did not play well. Well, we've had a lot of a lot of those periods this season as well. <laughs> yeah, but it was really scary going into the playoffs because they were playing really well. They had that they horrible loss. In, they had that horrible loss in Toronto that didn't make any sense. Yes. Well, again, they did that this year though too. <laughs> Four of their starters out, and they still lost to them in Toronto. Right. Um. Anything else about Atlanta United? We, we've traded for a couple guys. Um, Romario. Well, we need. To- Looks like he's playing with Columbus and scored. Well, it's weird. We're not even. We need defense. Well, technically, we need defensemen, but we just keep bringing in defensive midfielders. I think so Mo Adams is a defenseman. Oh, is he? Yeah, he played next to Miles Robinson at Syracuse. Okay, but the Heinemann kid's a defensive midfielder. He's been really. Is good. that where Mike? Is that where Mike Trico played soccer? I or believe Mike Trico went, went to Syracuse, but didn't or was play it. Bob Costas was Bob I think, Costas. The, I think they both went to Syracuse, but they didn't play the, anything there. Oh, was Bob Costas? He wasn't on the soccer team. He might have been on the darts club. Was he on the golf team? They don't Did he make, play sports. They don't make junior clubs <laughs> that, at, at that time in the world. <coughs> well, pick, what did Bob do? What did Bob do to know the anguish that athletes feel on the in the in the moment of 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 he played nerf basketball in his dorm room (laughs) (laughs) this is the same pressure Carmelo feels (laughs) incidentally also went to Syracuse (laughs) nice I like the fact you noticed (laughs) I was throwing Syracuse some shade that Meg or uh, my sister Holly was there when those I think when uh, she might not have been there when Mello was there. She was there when McNabb was there as a basketball player and football player. Uh, Donovan McNabb was a great football player <laughs> at Syracuse. He was a good basketball player too. He's like the yeah. sixth man off the bench. Charlie Ward was better though. I think that was about the same time. That's Charlie why Ward was at it. Florida State. Yes, but I, about the same time, and that's I think that's why he doesn't get as much credit. For the longest time, Charlie Ward was the best quarterback in New York, and he wasn't even playing. <laughs> and he was, he was the point guard for the Knicks. <laughs> yes. Um, MLB, how are your uh, Atlanta Braves doing? They're, I think uh, they're doing pretty good, right? Yeah, they're on top of the East. I think they're 20 games over 500. Woo! Yeah, they're, they got hot right after the All-Star break, but they've been coming back. Uh, let me look at standings. NL, Atlanta, 60 and 41, six and a half games in first place over Washington. Cleveland Indians, 58 and 41, second place, three games behind Minnesota. They have gone on a run, my friend. Minnesota? No, Cleveland. Oh. They're 8 and 2 in their last 10. I want to say they're probably 16 and 20 in their last 20. Well, you didn't even comment on my post the other night. Which one? Um,. I tagged myself at the Cleveland Indians game. Oh, I didn't. I must not have seen it. Yeah, I said Rick Vaughn's having a hell of a night. Oh, I, I think I do remember seeing that night. <laughs> it got some weird responses from some people, so I was just I was just throwing it out there for, as a joke because I was in that, Cleveland. That's pretty funny. 
Ricky, Ricky were, Vaughn's having a hell of a night. Were you wearing the double nines? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you make my butt stink. <laughs> well, uh, the, the baseball stadium was a little further away than the football stadium, so I didn't want to. Oh, from your hotel? Yeah, yeah. So I didn't want. I, I was pretty tired, anyways. So. I get it. No, trust me. It's. I I'd like to see the football stadium. It looks from out the outside. It looks great. It looks. Um, it it looks similar to the Jacksonville Stadium. Yeah. Um, maybe a little bit better designed as far as like. Um, marketing the sponsors all year round on the stadium than Jacksonville, but very similar where I've been to quite a few Jacksonville Jaguar games and, and no matter what seat you're in, you feel like you're on top of the action all the time. Um, of course, after doing some research in Cleveland, what side of the city is the, so there's one side of the city that gets over a hundred, a hundred inches of snow per year like regularly, and the other side is only like a 40 or 50 inch That's, average. If it's going to be the, it'll be the east side of, the, whatever's east of the lake. Right. So the, the, lake effect, of the, lake. the lake effect on the east side, because they hit over 100 inches of snow all the time. That's like, uh, that's kind of like my dad is like two, he grew up like two hours from there. So same thing, like he's a mile from the lake and just get, they get pounded pounded with the it's with unbelievable the uh i do have one cycling story we can talk about that i, I forgot i overlooked it and I, I don't think we need to talk about it for uh, stooges okay there was a uh a grand tour winner was awarded last week did you see it oh chris Froome won the uh, 2011 <laughs> uh, volta espana <laughs> in his hotel in his in his, in his hospital bed or in his, in hotel his hospital room? bed <laughs> So congratulations to Chris Froome. You did and win it. Cabo, Cabo didn't even try to, didn't even, didn't even fight it. So Chris Froome didn't even have to dress up and he won a tour, a grand tour this year. Good for him. It's all 11 grand tours. It's <laughs> impressive. Yeah. He'll never win the Tour de France again. I, you know, it's, I really see it being hard coming back from this injury. No, nah, the team isn't the same. The, Ed, nothing's going to be the same when he gets back. Well, like I said, I haven't watched today's stage yet, so I don't know anything that happened today. But the last three stages going into the rest day were amazing. Um, and it really, every day was completely different as far as who won and the excitement on the level and uh, or on the stage itself and and the, the people that were attacking. And it was just... It's everything you want in, in mountain and time trial stages in the Tour de France. It was awesome. So, but we will get to that in our, uh, our Stooges episode coming up. Um, I believe training camps have started, correct? Yeah, Falcons are two days in. The, someone already tore their ACL. They'll be out for the season. For who? The Falcons? Yeah. Anybody um, good? Was it Grady Jarrett after he just signed that big contract? Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't be putting no... <laughs> No bad juju on them. Um, I didn't I'm on board. I think they're 12 and 4, 13 and 13. I think they win the Super Bowl. Falcons win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> that how are they gonna beat your Cleveland Browns? <laughs> uh well Odell Beckham will go out and get hookers on the Saturday night before the Super Bowl. Him and Kareem Hunt. There's a lot yes. of hook, a lot of hooker talk in this episode. <laughs> Um, what else has happened for a Super Bowl that's totally thrown a team? Was like, it Ray Buchanan who did that? Yeah. 
Are you really thinking that Freddie Kitchens is going to get a – he hasn't been above a quarterback's coach before in the league, and he's going to get a team through the Patriots, through Kansas City. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Patriots are due for a down year. With how bad the coaching is in the AFC, not the teams, the coaching, I just – you got to give Belichick the – What about the AFC West? You got all your favorites out there. Yeah, but they can't beat Belichick. It doesn't matter who's on the field. No, Gronk. Have you seen Gronk lately? Uh, he looks fit. He's coming back. Fit? He's coming back. He's lost 50 or 60 pounds. He's coming back. He looks like he could play wide receiver now. He always could. No, 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 no. No, no, I'm no, not no, no. saying he could. <laughs> I said he looks like a wide receiver now. Right. He, well, Edelman's, Edelman's kind of messed up, so maybe he can come back and just be a wide receiver. Messed up? They were just both on the $10,000 pyramid. <laughs> Um, I think he's got a, a, a thumb injury. Sega thumb? Yeah, I got so, Sega thumb. So, <laughs> Sega thumb. <laughs> Did you ever find that Nick Luther question? I did. Okay. Um, all right, ask Barman and Bevo. There will be no bet with Barman, bet with Bevo tonight. Uh, I have well, All my bet with, are with the tours, so. Nibbly, not looking so good for you. Yeah, I put that in the notes. Valverde top 10 looks good, though. Yeah, he's... God, he's looked good on those mountain stages. He's been right there with the main group. Solid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Port Watch 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, because Vols, um, uh, Volsang, uh broke his collarbone today, uh, Richie oh. Port took over 10th place. Oh! 10th yes. place? 13 days in, 13 stages in, 14 stages in? What is he at? Yeah, but he looks awful. Every climb, he's just suffering and suffering. He looked good on Saturday. He was hanging in there. Yeah. But he wasn't ready to, like, attack or anything. I mean, he gets paid almost 2 million euros a year. You would expect a little bit more. I mean, Bulke Mokoma is, like, gets paid half as much and is, like, two places behind I like that guy. He's a great rider. Dude, he, he, he... He, he tries. He tries. Place. He does. So there was a there was a post going around a couple last week of <laughs> Port crashed, <laughs> and you put something. And I wrote back. Did he crash out today? That would be epic. And then Nick <laughs> Luther jumps in. No, not from what I read, but uh, was close apparently. <laughs> then there's a couple notes. Uh, and you wrote, he'll lose another minute in the time trial. <laughs> yeah, oh, he did. Yeah. I mean, he's like three minutes down going into the third week. All right, Nick Luther, ask Barman and Bevo anything. Is Lance's presence on the broadcast, NBC, a good or bad thing for the sport as a whole? It's bad. Well, if he could just act normal, it'd be fine. But no, he's got to be Lance Armstrong. Yeah. He can't. He can't not be Lance Armstrong. Um, impression of Chris Horner as a replacement. Hold for on, Paul. let's go back to Lance thing. Okay. What, what is this We Do stuff? What does We Do? That's his uh, website slash merch slash. So how are podcasts? That's how he's re. That's how he's rebranded himself as right. We Do. So really, if he should, if he's on the on the show, I mean, why is he pimping himself out like a damn? What what does a pimp wear when he's walking down the road? Like a red velvet coat with black. Well, he's got to sell merch to make jacket. money, right? Does he need it? Does he? Yes. 
He must be hurting because he's acting like a fool. I think he still owes a lot of money to the government and to a few people, so he's got to he, make... That's, he that's why Floyd. he's doing it. He paid Floyd. I think he just can't not do it. Well, listen, he's, he, I think he doesn't have as much money as he had five years ago or ten years ago, and he's got to, you know, if he's going to yeah, get... Yeah, well, welcome to the club, bro. <laughs> I think you got more money than you did five years or ten years ago. You don't have uh, you don't have that child support payment anymore, dude. <laughs> I mean, compared to what I made in '99 and 2000, man, the government thinks I am a messed up individual. <laughs> so they've got you pegged. <laughs> they, they know me. Farmer doesn't take a lot of time to know that you are a messed up individual. <laughs> we all are in some respect. In uh, some respects, Lance. I mean, he's. Listen, if, if they're going to give him the platform, you know he's going to pimp his... He's going to hawk his wares. He's going to pimp his shirts. It's awful. I mean, that's... you. If you listen to his podcast, that's why I stopped listening. One of the reasons I stopped listening, that's all he talks about is, you know, we got new We Do shirts in the in the team store or whatever he's calling it, the merch shop, you know? Right. So, Does he have to do that to get JB some money so he can keep doing the podcast? What? I'm so confused. I stopped listening. And how, how do you rank a podcast? How's a podcast ranked? Well, you have to have listeners to get it ranked. <laughs> right. But is there like a podcast ranking somewhere? Yeah, if you go to iTunes, all the podcasts are ranked. Oh, are they? Out of five, four or five stars. Is that number of listeners? Or? It's, no, it's based on reviews. Just like right. you would review an app. You well, can anyone review. that listens to Lance Review is going to love Lance. Like we probably have, like we Lance. probably have, a, depending on Mikulay, whatever he's, <laughs> <laughs> however he's rated us. Dude, he loves us. We made his life so good. You made his life so good. I did not. <laughs> we probably have a five-star or four-star rating on iTunes. So we're as good as The Move? Well, no. I, we don't have as much, as many listeners. <laughs> the Move or whatever he's calling it these days. Whatever uh, he wants to change his name to. Are we done with Lance? Yeah, that's fine. I we think, can move on. I think he's bad. I, I, you know, I, I can't see a, a world where he's calling races... No, he's never going to be in. No, the, he, he can't. They the way that NBC Sports has set it up with um, what's his name uh, on the on the the NBC Gold. That's that's the future of calling races. Oh, with uh, Robbie McEwen and uh, Matthew Keenan. Yeah, those those two guys are phenomenal at what they do. Oh, and, they're and, great. And if you know Phil, what? If Phil would just get a clue and retire, we could all do in, this. In in five years doing this, those are, those are the next guys doing it. If if not sooner, well, who's, who's not the sooner. who's the guy with the cojones that's supposed to say, "Phil, you know, I'm sorry, bro. It's time. It's time to move on." <laughs> Actually, and if I have to listen Lance to Armstrong? one more Jens, if I have to listen to one more Jens Voigt interview, oh, I'm gonna lose my. I finally crap. heard my first one on Baby Saturday. I was like, "Oh, he's still there." I haven't heard him all week. <laughs> they barely put him in, but. Every now and then, if I watch the ad free, we'll put the uh, we'll put the commentary one on, um, the one with the ads uh, later in the afternoon, and it's just it's it's bad. I mean, I think Chris Horner's doing a great job. I think Christian does a great job. Bob Roll does a great Bob job. Bob Roll's been amazing in in the booth this year. In in, yes. in a very I don't know who the Rob Stone for cycling is, but he's doing a great job. You know, I, the I've listened to more of the NBC. Sports um, uh, stages than I have the gold, but Bob Roll in a, in a very difficult situation 
has has almost made he's, he's almost made the broadcast seamless. You know, it's not the right. same without Paul. Um, Nick's next question actually was impression of Chris Horner as a replacement for Paul. I don't think he's a replacement for Paul. I think he's a replacement for Bob because um, he's really he's, right. right. Bob moved to Paul, um, which is right. the right way to do it. No, I, I mean, because I don't know that you put Christian in there. There's nobody else on. You can't put Jens Void in there for God's sakes. People would be turning off their TVs in no. droves. He's oh, so the move is ranked 50th in sports podcasts. We're ranked 51st. <laughs> hey, we've got just, just kidding. <laughs> just the same, um, brother. Just the same. When Phil moves on, will Lance be the next best candidate? Hell no. Lance. No. Lance, Lance is, is, is about stroking his own ego, so his podcast is perfect for him, where he can interview a celebrity that's not either on the same level with him or not quite as important in his in his mind as him, and it, and it just it's an ego stroke for him. Yeah, right. I'm totally. Agree. Um, I, I think it's Rob, is Robbie McEwen and 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 Matthew, Matthew Keegan. Yeah, Matthew Keegan. I think those guys are you know, unless somebody those. They're they're so far ahead of what yeah. we have. Yeah, I mean they're great. They're, they're so. awesome. It's so much fun to watch and just listen to them. And they do it without commercials. Like they never right. take a break. They're just chat. It's like you and I just watching the tour together. Like I want <laughs> I want to hear the the one day where one of them stand at the urinal and they're still calling the calling the race. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. It's crazy. All right. Uh, anything else you want to add to? Episode 83. Okay. No, I'm good. Thank you for listening. Uh, we will have a Stooges episode up tomorrow, uh, Wednesday morning for you as well. Um, that is it for Barman and Bevo. So thanks for listening. All right. Barman and I are back. We, we were discussing something off the air. We thought we we thought we'd read some reviews of the Barman and Bevo podcast on iTunes. We have nine reviews, by the way. Thank you for those that have reviewed us. Thank you we, very much. We do have a five point oh. Lance Armstrong so move. Lance Armstrong move. Four point five. Lance's season pass is sixty dollars a year. Yes. Wow. Here here's the first review. The, the title is Cyclist Can Lead a Balanced... I want you to guess who wrote this. Okay. Cyclist Can Lead a Balanced Life, one year ago. Probably the best podcast of all time to mention Brick Danger Blade. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, it is an excellent podcast. Refreshing to see cyc- cyclisting <laughs> can have a life outside of bikes as long as it is on other sports and food. Keep up the good work, guys. Keep us updated on the Wing Bowl. <laughs> The wing bowl. It's, it's got to be like Brick Danger Blade, then, right? As I would think so. Yes. Uh, we are going to be famous. Lol. Good times. Who wrote that one? <laughs> Who did write that one? You. Oh, did I? Yes. <laughs> Lots of fun. These two guys are really funny. I love the sound of beers cracking in the background. <laughs> one year ago. Jay Kevin Vandera. Donald. Jessica Vandera. Oh, really? Thanks, Jess. I don't... Oh, this one's for Mystery Meat. Mystery it's, Meat? It's just two guys chatting about cycling and sports like they were sitting at a bar. Highly entertaining. Oh. 
<laughs> that has to be one of our old restaurant buddies. Probably like um, uh, who's the R- Rundy? Maybe. Yeah, or who plays poker with you, Brian, Brian Watson, um, or yes, <laughs> Watson. Or, or it's Feeney, or, or uh, it's Feeney wouldn't take the time to listen. Yeah, that's true. We did tell him about it. those. Are the only ones I can see. Yeah. Nine ratings though, five point oh. Those are probably the only ones that wrote, like actually did a, a write up. So. All right, so we'll add that to the end of uh, Barman and Bevo episode eighty three. If you like the Barman and Bevo podcast, you can find us on Podbean to download all of our episodes. You can go to our website, barmanandbevo.podbean.com. Uh, all of our episodes are there as well. We can subscribe on Google, um, Apple, of course. Uh, and uh, Stitcher. You can go to any one of those platforms, search for Barman and Bevo Podcast and be able to pull it up. Follow us on Facebook at, uh, on Facebook, we're Barman and Bevo Podcast, uh, Michael Vandera, Michael Barman. On Twitter, at Barman, the letter N, Bevo Pod, uh, at Bevo 8771, at underscore Coach Barman, as you can hear Violet's in the background talking to me while I'm doing this. Um, we always have uh, weekly when we do our, our segments, uh, Ask Barman and Bevo Anything, uh, Bet with Bevo. If you have any suggestions, please send them to us at any one of our uh, social media sites. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon with a new episode. Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw, been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Straightening the curves, yeah. Flattening the hills. Someday the mountain might get up, but the law never will. Making their way the only way they know how. That's just a little bit more than the law will allow. Face.